Hello everyone and welcome to Neutral Wrestling, the podcast that brings you the lads from the Northwest and we are going to add to this today. Not necessarily from the Northwest, but there's more to come there. Dan, how are you today, mate? Yeah, I'm good, Danny. You? I am very, very, very well. You ready for the Royal Rumble? I'm uh, I'm ready to rumble. I'm also ready for Worlds Collide. Um, I've got some friends over in Houston at the moment. They are currently sipping frozen margaritas, and I am very, very jealous. What I'm going to take you over to now, and I'm going to say hello and welcome and introduce you to Tebs. Tebs, how are you today, mate? Not bad, Danny. How are you? Are you well? I am very well. I'm very. You were actually considering going to Royal Rumble this year, weren't you? Yeah, Royal Rumble for me is probably more exciting than Mania, to be totally honest. Um, so, yeah, Royal Rumble is one of those tick box exercises bucket list for me. Yeah, I think I was saying to Dan a couple of weeks ago um, that people of our, our, our age group, um, we always, we always, Royal Rumble was always a favourite, wasn't it? Because it was something that was different in the days of like four and five pay per views. It was always something that you really look forward to. Like, I grew up watching over and over again the VHS of Royal Rumble 1990. So that, for me, was the first wrestling video I had. So I used to watch that over and over again. Over, Yeah, that was, uh, that was what I grew up on. Well, on that point, could you uh, let us know a little bit about yourself, where you're from? And uh, you're not from the Northwest, unfortunately. Um, where, where are you from? Um, and how you got started, how you got started watching wrestling, and how you met these two delinquents that you're talking to today. Well, uh, currently residing in Leeds, um, lived here, well, grew up here, moved away to Carlisle, uh, moved back about five years ago, so lived up there about 15 years. Um, watched wrestling all the way through to the Attitude Era, the Invasion. I was one of those lonely souls that thought the invasion wasn't that bad, but only because I never used to watch WCW. <laughs> um, moved to Carlisle, went to university, so didn't have Skype, fell out with wrestling, missed John Cena almost entirely. Um, and then it was um, our co-friend Neil um, that sort of got me back into wrestling, and I, through him I've been able to learn to love the indie stuff, AEW, New Japan. All sorts of different stuff. I just appreciate everything now. And uh, how did I meet you two? Danny, we were we Yankee Stadium. Uh, and we met, wasn't it? Was it Yankee Stadium or was it the Rev Pro Russell, Show? Rev Pro Show, yeah, on the Thursday. Um, but yeah, that's my memory of um, WrestleMania. We, we were complaining about the amount of salt that they put on a pretzel while they were watching the game. <laughs> and... Uh, Dan, we were we were house sharing, weren't we? Yep, back in uh, what was it, Jersey City with G? Yep, G. Yep, the legend that is G, the uh, walking <laughs> enigma. And uh, but yeah, the fact we talked on the phone a couple of times, you know, when we were getting the tickets and stuff. And yeah, then... that was the first time when it when we was getting uh, the tickets for WrestleMania thirty five. What, what stressful day that was! Oh God, tell me about it. I think the first thing you ever said to me was, "Do you want a Mountain Dew?" <laughs> What? <laughs> do you want a Mountain Dew? Do you want a, do you want a drink? I'm like, yeah, okay, cheers, thanks. And <laughs> I'm just get being inundated with uh, Pop and G's, uh, G's stories. So, yeah, it was a good time, good time. 
Good stuff. What we're going to do, we are, we are actually going to do in the next couple of weeks a show on uh, reviewing the whole of WrestleMania 35 trip. So we, we'll, we'll get into more of that as the as the podcasts go on. But today we're here to talk about uh, what's going on this weekend in WWE. Um, that is going to be the Royal Rumble and Worlds Collide. Boys, where do you want to start? Dan, I'll let you answer this one. Royal Rumble or Worlds Collide? Oh, we'll start with Royal Rumble because it's like obviously the bigger of the two. So uh, I think we'll talk about the sort of like your interest or interest in the show. Like, is it as much as previous years? Um, for me, I feel like I don't think really they've done that good a job building up the Royal Rumble really for the last few years, to be honest. But I don't think they've done a particularly good job building it up. But as I've been saying to both of you, Raw has been pretty watchable the last few weeks. Um, this has been the first time I've been regularly watching WWE TV um, for probably about six months now. But the, the shows have been solid. But the, as I say, the go-home angle on Raw, you'd expect to get a big go-home angle. Maybe in previous years, you'd have everyone in the ring brawling or whatever. The go-home angle was basically just a mixed tag between Rusev, Liv Morgan, um, Lana and Bobby Lashley. And it just went off air like that. So I think that was a little bit disappointing. But there's quite a few interesting things going into it. Obviously, you've got Brock Lesnar for the first time, one of the main champions going into the Royal Rumble. For what reason, we don't really know. But he's going to enter the Rumble first. So obviously, you'd expect maybe they'll use that as a way to get a match set up for the Universal Championship. And then the winner might... I mean, for the WWE Championship, and the winner might go on to face the Universal Champion in Bray Wyatt or Daniel Bryan. But yeah, Tebs, I watch your excitement for the Rumble League because you, you you regularly watch the WWE TV, don't you? Yeah, I watch um, Raw and SmackDown usually. The repeat the next day, the next couple of days. Most pay per views, I'll take the day off afterwards and sit up and watch them. You poor soul, but that's <laughs> been a hard few months. There's been a few. There's been a few times. There's been some angry text messages go flying around when the Stomping Grounds matches announced during Crown Jewel and Hell in a Cell, whatever that was, just uh, absolutely tormented me. But there's been some good times as well. In terms of this, Royal Rumble for me, the actual match, it, it's just a group of stories that are put together. I know that's what makes a good match, which is why I think this is going to be a good one. But if you look down, there's the Randy Orton, AJ Styles stuff. There's Rowan in there that can do a bit. It's going to be stories going all the way through which I think leaves it so unpredictable usually like you say you just get the 20 man brawl in the ring and you've got no idea what's going to be coming I think now there's clear stories in front of us and for you Danny are you you excited for the I know you've been like more out of the TV than probably us too but Royal Rumble always brings back people I've been catching up on clips as well and I think this is what's one we haven't we haven't mentioned when I've been on is the um the new TV shows uh, that are coming on Terrestrial TV, WWE, Raw and SmackDown, our versions, condensed versions. And I've got to be honest with you, I think that's going to be my way to go going forward. Um, so I have been trying to keep up with little bits and bobs. Um, one thing that always, always pisses me off, not pisses me off, but I, I don't like it, is you've got... Um, We've got eight uh, eight matches, including the, the the two rumbles. Right, I don't like seeing somebody compete in in a match previously and then go into a rumble. Now I know it's been done on and off for years, and mostly last couple of years. But I, 
I don't know. I want to see you, you, the likes of. I don't want to watch Baron Corbin twice in one night. Um, there's no way I want to watch Banter Baz um, in a tw- like 15 minute match and then coming in and getting even more face time within the Royal Rumble. Um, I think it takes away from it slightly. But as Paul said, there's a lot of there's a lot of different threads going into um, as Teb said, sorry, uh, there's a lot of different threads going into the, the men's Royal Rumble. Um, there's 25 people being announced, from what I understand. So that just leaves a nice space, doesn't it, for um, for the, the the mystery five. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to women's the women's rumble. Has that been built so much? Because I haven't I haven't really noticed anything that's been going into that. There's not been much build up as the Tebs. I think they've they only announced four people for it. I feel like Charlotte's been announced. And then like Sarah Logan and maybe a couple of others, but they've not really been concentrating on on it, have they, Tebs, really? No, not at all. You've got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are in there. Sarah Logan, um, who announced herself on Twitter, according to Wikipedia, which is always great TV. And Natalia. It's <sighs> nah. I'd... How can you get excited for something? Yeah, when you think that there's gonna be twenty five surprise entrants. Well, you know. You throw Iconics in there, you throw maybe Naomi coming back. I just don't think there's going to be anything out of whoever number one is and number 30 and everything else in the middles just taking up time. You see, I, I've got to be honest, I'd rather enjoyed last year's Women's Royal Rumble match. Um, and if they are going to be bringing back, you know, whether they bring some people back, like the likes of Trish, Lisa, uh, anyone from, from that era... If they were going to bring them back, in fact, the one that looked the best out of a lot of them was Molly Holly, I thought. Um, but if you are going to bring them back, you, you want to be showcasing them a little bit, building up to it, don't you? Yeah, def- I know what you mean. I mean, there's only so, I think this is the third Women's Royal Rumble. I mean, I love the first one. Um, I think last year they had loads of people from NXT in it. It was the whole Becky Lynch um, Royal Rumble. Yeah. But I think the two Women's Royal Rumbles that they've done previously have been good. Um, this year's one, although the build has been like a lack of build up for it, the, the the WWE women's roster is amazing. Really, it's the best it's ever been. There's some great wrestlers, female wrestlers. Yeah. Look at NXT. That NXT women's division is completely shitting on um, AEW's women's division. So you've got there's some great NXT. Like you've got Rhea Ripley, who's like basically turning herself into a star at the moment. You've got like Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. Um, just off the top of my head, there's plenty of others. Um, we yeah. went to that World Collide um, show, didn't we? No, oh, we did, yeah. In, in, at Access, and it was the women's NXT. And it's, it's, to be honest with you, that that talent pool is deep, deep. And there's still people who were on there that we haven't seen get a fair crack at the whip just because there's that much in that, you know, in that, uh, that pool of talent. So... Fair play to WWE. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm just looking. I'm trying to think. Should we, should we just go into like our predictions for the Women's Royal Rumble scene? We've been talking about it now. or Because I'm guessing usually... Well, I don't know what they usually do, but I think the best way to go is probably have the women's open the show and the men's close it. I know sometimes they do them back-to-back, but mm. for me, you need... Like, say, like when they do a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, you have the first Hell in a Cell open and then the last one main event, but whether they'll yeah. do that or not. But I think maybe the Women's Royal Rumble um, is one to start with. Um, Tebs, who's, you, who's your pick for the Women's Royal Rumble, if you had to name one? I think Baszler. 
Yeah. I think I think they're gonna move her up. I think you've one thing I noted down earlier, and I'm one. You know, you when I speak to you two uh, away from here, I like to dream big, and I just think having Rousey come back and have a showdown with Flair and Banks in the ring and tease that four horsewomen match at Mania. If Rousey's going to come back, then that's going to happen. I think that's going to set up something moving forward. If not, it's going to end up being somebody like Alexa Bliss. I just, I think it's either going to be absolutely amazing, or it's just going to be run of the mill and kind of bit of an anticlimax, to be honest. Yeah, the sort, like you said, to be honest with you, I was saying Alexa Bliss. I know, like, we're not talking about odds or anything, but for her to be in the final four, Tebs is five to one, and Alexa Bliss is one of them that. Well, they just love, don't they? They always seem to go back to her if they need a champion, if they need a storyline. So it wouldn't surprise she's, me to see Bliss get like a run. She's solid. She looks great in the ring. She's great on the mic. She can do heels. She can do face. Yeah, she's reliable. But I think if it's going to go first, I think if something big is going to happen, they'll go on last. It, it all comes down to placement, really, doesn't it? But I'm going Baszler. Yeah, because they, they had the women's... I think the women's one main evented when Ronda Rousey actually made a debut. But I think you touched on a good... Um, point there because nobody's really talking about this year's Wrestlemania um, being the horsewoman versus horsewoman match but if you look at it they have sort of brought Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair back together after the feuds of the last year obviously Sasha and Bailey are a tag team so it wouldn't be like unthinkable that they did actually do that um, for me prediction wise you've gone with Baszler I think that's probably a safe-ish bet. Um, I, I'm going to go with Ronda. I think, I don't know, it's got all gone quiet. There's been no real, like, hints of a return. I think, I, I don't see why they wouldn't just bring her back. I'd, I'd personally like to see Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania. That's the match for me that should have happened last year, but they went with the triple threat match. So I'd be a fan of seeing Ronda versus Becky. Um, but I think it's between Ronda and Shayna for me. Um, obviously Ronda might not even be in it. What about you, Danny? Um, who, who's your pick for the Women's Royal Rumble? Well, firstly, I'd love to see um, that the horsewomen of MMA versus the four horsewomen of WWE. I'd love to see that angle play out. As I say, there's you can there uh, you can see Shayna and Ronda standing side by side against uh, Charlotte and Becky or uh, Charlotte and Sasha or something like that. Um, you know, it, it, I think it, it, it's a storyline that's already been built. It's already ready to go. What you need to do is just run with it then. And you've got three, what, two, two and a bit months to run until Mania. Um, but I've got to be honest, I've got to say that the woman, the woman who rejected my marriage proposal, I've got to go ahead and say she's going to be a chain of bays. Let's just be an absolute fucking killer for the last two or three years. Um, she looks amazing. Um, I've got to stick with her. I think the only other one that I could say that the wouldn't that hasn't been mentioned already is Charlotte Flair, and for the same reasons that were said about um, Alexa Bliss before, it's because she's a stead a steady hand to win anything, isn't she? She's always going to try and make the best of it. Yeah, and they they obviously they like WWE like the list of accolades, don't they? So yeah. if there's not an obvious winner for this year's Rumble, they might be like, oh, Charlotte's going to be in a title match. We'll get her to win it, and then she can add Royal Rumble winner to a list of accolades. Um, 
But yeah, I was thinking maybe obviously people the excitement for the Royal Rumble matches is obviously like who's going to win. But there's also like returns as you mentioned, maybe Trish, maybe Lita. One name that hasn't been mentioned recently. I put something on Twitter. Who's been out injured for most of the year? I think we might see the return of one Nia Jax at the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't know if she's due to be back, but see, I think she's been out. She's been out for seems like ages. I can't remember yeah, the last was, time we seen a wrestle. Was it last? Was it last year? She did. She did both Royal Rumbles. Yeah, she did, didn't she? Because they was going to do that feud with uh, Dean Ambrose, weren't they? If you remember, and then did Randy Orton hit an RKO on her? I'm sure he did. He did, yeah. didn't he? Yes. Ziggler, I'm sure Ziggler did either a super kick or a zigzag on her as well. Right. Ted, um, can you remember when she got injured? It was. She did, She was. She wrestled at WrestleMania because there was the four way women's tag match. And it was just after that. Right. So she's been out a long time then. It's like nine so months. Both her knees. She's had operation on both her knees or something. Right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, yes. I can see her coming back and. She's going to be the, the female version of when the big show or uh, uh, Braun turn up and you just see a Lawler saying, oh, she's my pick, nobody's going to get her, get rid of her and they're all going to team up. It's going, to, it's going to be that spot, but she'll come in looking like an absolute monster for about five eliminations. But uh, no, fair play, because it, it, uh, it needs some change up just the main roster women's belts anyway. Yeah, so we might as well talk about the other women's matches on the show. Um, so we've got Becky Lynch versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. That's obviously, um, I quite like that because that's like a rematch of last year. If you remember, Oscar beat Becky Lynch in the opening match on that show, um, before Becky went on to win the Raw Rumble. So I do like that. They should have really maybe done that match before, but maybe they were holding it off, um, for the Women's Royal Rumble this year. But yeah, I think I think that them two should have a really good match. I mean, the match was really good last year, Tebs. Um, so yeah, I think they should have a really yeah, good match. I, They've been building it up for a while. I can't, I can't remember. Did she make a tap out or did she pin it? I can't. I can't. Rem- I, I can remember it being a good match, and I remember Becky coming back at the end in uh, in the main rumble. But I can't remember the match. I just remember it being good. I think it's most WWE matches are like that at the minute. Yeah, but, I think uh, she tapped her. I think she tapped her because Becky came out selling the uh, knee, didn't she? Matt might be yes. wrong. Yeah, she, yeah, she came out. Uh, I'm sure she came down limping or whatever. But no, it's. Um, I think Lynch is winning that. I really do. Um, but then again, Oscar's look strong lately, and she might just. Yeah, I don't know. Go for Lynch. Go for Lynch. Yeah, I think Becky will win as well. This is just like the Royal Rumble title matches are usually just to like just to get you through to WrestleMania. I think they're more likely to have Becky in one of the title matches at WrestleMania than maybe an Oscar. Um, what about you, Danny? Are you going with Becky? or So, so who, who's Becky facing, sorry? Oscar. Right. I, I, I was under the impression that, um, that he was in the Chinese Super League at the moment. Uh, I knew he was going to say that. I thought I, I was going to say Oscar. He, he used to play for Chelsea, right, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what okay. did you say? Asuka? Asuka. Well, what did I say? Oscar. Oh, okay, Dan. Um, right, so, so Danny, you going with Becky then? I'm going to sidestep yeah. that little job. Um, no, no. I, I, I'm probably going to go for Oscar, to be honest with you. Um, not Oscar. I, I, not Oscar, no, no. He's doing well enough for himself over in China. Um yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for Asuka on this one. I think there might be a little bit of a shake-up on that. Um, it might release, um, depending on where the match is laid out, 
Um, could we see another uh, another Becky Lynch addition to the uh, to the Women's Royal Rumble, and then possibly be taken out rather than winning it this year, and again build into something else at Mania? I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna go ahead and look for Asuka in this one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shout. You know, you could have Becky then go into the Rumble for Shayna to beat her because obviously they have the elimination. The Royal Rumble, I think, has lost a little bit in terms of the title matches seem to be pretty much decided at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Whereas back in the day, if you won the Royal Rumble, you was pretty much going to, do you know what I mean, be in the main event at WrestleMania. But they have switched it up a few times. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Um, the other women's match is Bailey versus Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, Lacey Evans got a clean pin victory. Um, on Bailey last week, so they're obviously, they're going in strong with Lacey um, as a baby face. She's been built as like mother ex marine, so I think they're doing a good job building up Lacey Evans. Whether or not they want to have her in a title match at WrestleMania, um, I mean, there's been a lot of rumors on the internet. I don't know if either of you two have seen it. That um, the report is that the match at Mania is going to be Bailey versus Sasha. But I feel like that's a match that has been rumoured to happen at WrestleMania for the last three years in a row leading up to it. And it never seems to happen. Um, but yeah, Tebs, what are your thoughts? Bailey Lacey Evans. Have you got into the Lacey Evans character over the last few months? Or are you going Fine with Bailey? Fine-looking woman. Sorry, Tebs. <laughs> are you allowed to say that in 2020 or not? <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. a red-blooded male. Um, I prefer her as a heel. To be totally honest, um, but you know some of the backstage stuff when you know Bailey or Banks have refused to come out and face Evans in the match, and she's gone looking for a scrap. There's been really some some aggression there. It's been actually quite a feisty rivalry, and to then put the belt on Evans and then set up a feud with Bailey maybe between Banks. I, I think the one to push Lacey Evans. They had to come out. Was it number one last year? Was it number two in the Rumble? Yeah, I think it was well, number two, yeah. That was her sort of first, you know, big push. And they've really had sort of this view that they want. Remember, they kept bringing her out every single week and not, not doing anything and then sending her to the back. Wow, that was wanted, painful. Ah, but they've wanted to keep her in people's thoughts. They want to push her just by not doing anything. I think this is where they're going to give the belt. I think they're going to, something's going to happen to get Bailey out of it. They're going to give Evans the belt. She can move on to someone else and uh, you'll get your Bailey Banks match, but just non-title. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. That. So you could have then have three women's singles matches at Mania. Um, yeah, it's because some thing is, though, what they like seem to like to do is like coronate people, you know, at uh, WrestleMania. So you never know. They could have Lacey lose. Like Danny said, once you lose a title match, they seem to not mind these days throwing you back out there um, to compete in the Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, so that's the Bailey Lacey Evans match. Danny, are you excited for this one? Are you excited for Bailey Lacey Evans? Uh, do you know what? It's not. I haven't seen a lot of build up because of the limited amount that I'm watching at the moment. But um, what I am excited about is I think Lacey Evans' time isn't due yet. I think it might be they are building, starting to build, well, they have been building her up, as you say, is like um, a. Well, a, a very good living, as you say, moment. All the all the social media posts are all about how you know what, what a good character she is and what have you in the, the service and the armed forces. But I don't think just now is her time. What I would be really excited about is to 
let Bailey and uh, Sasha go at Mania. And, and as you say, it's been uh, it's been rumored over the last course the last couple of years. But I would love to go out and see them and say, you know that takeover match you had back in NXT. Go and do it on the grander stage, and see see where it goes. Because I don't think either of they've always been one of the top names in the in the women's division. But I still think Becky and Charlotte are just a little bit of it. Not in, necessarily in terms of wrestling skill, but in terms of profile, in terms of character. And I think if you can go out and have a fantastic match at WrestleMania, like a five-star match, you'll be remembered for it. So I'm hoping to see Bailey retain and go on and actually face Sasha this time. Yeah, definitely. That, that's probably what I want. I think the title, although like sometimes you can say like a match doesn't need the belt, which this probably doesn't, but so to me it just adds a little bit more of the title on the line. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes like I'm thinking of matches gone by at WrestleMania where I think, oh, that should have been like a title match. Like say like I know like you didn't need it, but if you look at something like the Undertaker Shawn Michaels matches, if they'd have had like a title on the line in them, um, they would have been even better than they were. But so I'm looking at the rest of the card. So we've gone through the, all the women's matches and the male matches, singles matches. That is, we've got Sheamus versus Shorty G. We've got Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. And I think that it doesn't say this on here, but Tebs, I'm sure they made that. Did they make that false count anywhere or something on SmackDown? I'm sure I seem to remember. Anyway, that. yeah. Roman yeah. Reigns said the uh, the Minute Maid Stadium is a pretty big place, and he's going to uh, beat his ass all over it. Right, right. So, yeah, so... To me, they, they did that all that stuff with the dog food. I thought it would have made more sense to have it like the winner eats... Loser eats dog food or whatever, but they seem to have sort of swerved <laughs> that one. And then... Uh, the, the, obviously, the hefty days of the Attitude Era. That's yeah, all gone now. That, that, would have been, that would have been the marquee match back in the Attitude Era. And then, obviously, we've got a match that basically was... It, it brings back memories, doesn't it? Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble. As soon as I talk about that match, the first match that obviously springs to mind is that match that they had at the Royal Rumble back six years ago now. Bryan, Wyatt, they had the best match of Bray Wyatt's career. That was an absolutely brilliant match. I think sort of the gimmick of The Fiend might sort of prevent that from happening this time. Um, but yeah, that was a great match, weren't it? Back in 2014 between Brian and Bray Wyatt at the Rumble. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the, the, I've got to be honest with you, I'm looking forward greatly to to, to this match and also the um, the Andrade uh, versus Carrillo match. But the, the rest of them, the, the, the Roman Reigns, King Corbin, and Shorty fucking Shorty G, I still kind of get him. Me, I drown that. Um, I, I couldn't give a flying fuck about either of those matches. Which one? Um, the Ro- Roman and um, Shorty G uh, versus Sheamus and Roman versus King Corbin. I just couldn't give a flying fuck. I am not invested in any one of those characters. The Probably the one I am most invested in as the four of them is Roman. Now, that could be because I'm not being watched in the weekly TVs and I'm not seeing the intricacies that are going in to each and every storyline, but I really couldn't care less about either of those matches. Yeah, I mean, the Sheamus-Shorty G match was just Sheamus randomly, like, attack Shorty G on his return. Um, but the Roman reigns call match, for Tebs, it's been building for quite a while, hasn't it? It's, it's been all right. It's probably the best you're going to get out of a built-up yes, Baron Corbin match. 
since SmackDown went to Fox, it's been building since about then. And you've had, you know, Corbin saying he's the locker room leader, Roman suggesting he is. And it has just kept building and building. And I'm just wondering when it's going to stop. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you'd like to think falls count anywhere. You know, that'll be the end of it. But then again, you know, each week we're tuning in to see. Well, I'm tuning in anyway. Um, At least there's one of you. There's one of us. Yeah, there's dozens <laughs> of us. The um, 2.4 million of you, actually, to be fair. I, I like the falls count anywhere match bit. I think it adds something different to basically a bunch of singles matches. But I just. I can't see past a Baron Corbin win again. Really? So, You're going with yeah. Baron Corbin? Ah, I don't know. I, was I, think, don't know. I was thinking today if Reigns wins that false count anywhere match, I really can see Corbin winning the Rumble. Oh, don't say that. I, I can see it happening. For as much as we all want, you know, everyone expects Drew McIntyre to win. Everyone expects so and so to get the push. But I just think if you look at everything they've done with Corbin lately, what better than to have him come out saying he has his pick of the WrestleMania matches? Oh, do you know I, what? I, I actually, if I had any thoughts about it, it would be the other way around. To be honest, Tebs, um, saying that he will, um, he will win this match, um, and uh, possibly Reigns will go on and win the Rumble. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, get I think it's, it's going to be one way or the other. Yeah, unfortunately. The only problem you've got if you give Roman, you know, the Rumble win. Do you really want to open it up to all the backlash that it's going to get? I mean, I mean, for me, the obvious match at Mania is Roman versus Bray Wyatt, and they've kept the two separate for like months on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, it's just do you, do you really want Roman to be get? Do you know what I mean? He's not really getting booed as much as he used to. So do you want to? I suppose you're going to have to get him to win a big match at some point. He's sort of been like watered down a bit since his return. What last WrestleMania? Um, but Danny, today you mentioned that Humberto Correa against um, Andrade has been added. Yeah, it's uh, I US. Didn't know that had been added. It'll, prob- it'll probably be the um, it'll probably be the the match called the, the pre show match. I'd imagine it better not be. They've been, uh, been building you, that for weeks. They, they always they always tend to put the US title on the um, on the undercard of the big shows. I, I don't understand them personally. <laughs> Hopefully don't because they've done they've like sort of I think they're trying to like get Humberto to be like you know the next big Mexican star. I mean you've had we had Andrade against Mysterio on Raw in that ladder match, um, and obviously Humberto came out and sort of saved Mysterio um, weeks ago. Tebs, I, I don't think I haven't watched it. I was just listening to a podcast about did uh, Humberto take out? No, Andrade took out Humberto um, like a month ago or something on Raw. Yeah, there were always um, there were a bit of to and throw in between AJ Styles and Berto and then Andrade would get involved and Ray. But yeah, Andrade's uh, Andrade took him out. I think I'm sure I heard him say on Raw the other day that they hadn't seen him in weeks, and that was the point of him coming back. So that's probably where they've got that one from. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd sooner have the Sheamus Chad Gable match. You know, on the pre-show, that sort of the match. I, it wouldn't think... surprise me if they'd put the US title match on, but. Well, I was thinking through, you know, you look at an hour for each rumble and you, you've got to think about timing. I think that Seamus match is him coming out, kicking Shorty G's head off and his music goes in 30 second squash. So I think just, I, th- I think it'll be something like that. I really just want to, you know, if you want to push him as this, you know, this beast, this mad dog warrior, then you're not going to have him go 15 minutes with Shorty G. 
which I think is is more near more together, but still. Yeah, they could probably have a decent match, but there's not really much. Nobody really cares about that match, do they? Um, one thing I've noticed: there's no tag titles being defended on the show either, is there? No, no, not nope. at all. I've just... Just the the, the 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 frustrating thing is with WWE, they just don't care about the tag tag team titles at all, do they? They, they, they? There's never a huge showcase of any of the tag team talents. Yeah, no, I mean they they just switched the titles on Raw. They had uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy beat the Viking Raiders, and then it was a pretty good match. And I thought I was watching it, and I thought. You could have stuck this on the Royal Rumble. It was like a three and a half star match. It was a lot of fun. You had new champions, so I think you could have put that on the Rumble, but they put it instead in the middle of Raw. But yeah, because obviously I can't really see Seth doing anything in the male Royal Rumble, so you could have easily just had the tag team match on um, the Rumble show. But yeah, so obviously there's, I'm not sure there's much point in doing predictions for like the Sheamus Shorty G match. Pretty obvious yeah. Sheamus. Is gonna win. So should we just go into the Brian versus Wyatt match? What are your expectations, Ted, for this? Do you think we're gonna get like a good match, or is it gonna be like a character-based, do you know what I mean, sort of match? And who do you think is gonna come out as the winner? Well, I think Wyatt's winning it. I think they're being insane. No offense to Brian, I think it's a you know fantastic talent, but the need to keep Wyatt as this unstoppable force. And I mean the strap match for me is Oh, it's a strap match, isn't it? I completely forgot about that. I understand that. When, you know, I was thinking back, back through 90s, Attitude Era, whatever, Undertaker, Kane, anytime they're in a feud with somebody, when has their opponent ever said, I need to put a strap on them so this supernatural force doesn't run away from me? And Daniel Bryan said, that's why I want a strap match so the Fiend can't run away. Like This is the Fiend that comes out of the ring and tries to kidnap your kids, you know what I mean? He shouldn't be having to be strapped to the challenger so he don't run away. And it's just going to be red light, it's going to be him throwing Brian around, maybe a giant comedy mallet will come out. But I just hope they stick with Wyatt and push him through till Mania. And then give somebody like, if you want Roman to be the first person to pin him clean, then do it. Mania, great, but I think they need to follow through with it now. Yeah, same. I mean, for me, I... I said, I, I want to see Roman versus Brian at Mania. I mean, I know you like it, Tebs, but I, this whole... Th- I preferred the old Bray Wyatt gimmick. This Fiend, yeah, it's a nice mask, yeah, it's nice entrance music, but it means I'm going to get a red light on the match. I'm not going to be able to see it properly. The match is just going to be beyond ridiculous with, like, 20 chair shots, mallet mallet shots, and it's just... I don't know. For me, it, I don't know. Danny, do, do you like... What, what are your thoughts? Are you excited for this match? Yeah, I, I actually am quite excited for the match. I want to see a fiend win. Um, I do like the character. Um, I do want to see him go into Mania with the title. Um, and I've got to say, you know, my thoughts on most gimmick matches. Um, but one of my favourite matches ever was Sting versus Vader, Super Brawl three, and it was a, a strap match. Um, and it was absolutely, it was one of the best matches that I've. That I watch from WCW, um, so I've got to be honest with you. I'm looking to, looking forward to seeing the strap match because I I haven't really seen one, especially uh, certainly any any ones that have caught me attention for quite a long time. So I'm looking forward to seeing one. Uh, as I said, Bray Wyatt has got to, has got to go through as champion to WrestleMania for me. I would again, you know, Daniel Bryan. You, you've talked about the uh, you know looking at a. a a situation with Roman Reigns 
Um, I don't know about that. I'm I'm happy to see where they go go next with Daniel. Yeah, I, I personally would like to see him go down a AJ Styles route in the future. A um, but a proper not not a not a feud that's based on like somebody's wife, like. The Samoa Joe AJ feud. Um, I don't want anything like that. Just about competition. I just want it to be about who's the best wrestler. So da- Daniel Bryan, if he can go with anyone like Samoa Joe, um, like AJ, like Alistair Black, like uh, Nakamura, just as a two men, two men who are competitive about being the best wrestler. That's what I'd like to see for Daniel going forward. Yeah, I'd sooner Bryan be on NXT, me. I think he'd thrive in NXT working with, like we've seen the match with Adam Cole. But the only thing, the reason I mentioned Brian against Roman is they'd like sort of set up a feud. If you remember that, it looked like the match was going to happen at SummerSlam. It never did. And then they went with them as a tag team. So I remember at the time thinking, are they trying to hold that off for WrestleMania? But like you say, I think for someone to beat The Fiend, I don't think Daniel Bryan is that the right man. Do you know what I mean? To beat The Fiend after he's been so... Do you know what I mean? Undestructible. Yeah. So I think the as much as like people don't like him, I like Roman Reigns. Um, yeah, he, he he can work a good match, and I I would like to see Roman Reigns take the title off Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, and then maybe we can get maybe Roman versus Brian, or I don't know Roman versus I'm trying to think of any other good wrestlers on SmackDown. But um, yeah, so yeah, I think that's probably the way they're going to go in it. Keep the title on Bray Wyatt. Um, and having face Roman at WrestleMania. So that brings us to the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, what do you reckon, lads? Are we going to get a good Royal Rumble match like we've had the last couple of years from the men? Or are we going to get one of them Royal Rumble matches that fall to pieces, those classic 2014, 2015 Rumble matches that get baby faces like Rey Mysterio booed, the Big Show and Kane run wild on everyone? And uh, maybe we'll get Baron Corbin winning just to get everyone shitting on this rumble. Or are we going to get a really good match? We might have the likes of Cain Velasquez returning, Edge, maybe a Keith Lee debut in the rumble, Matt Riddle. Let's get this Matt Riddle-Goldberg feud starting for WrestleMania. Tebs, what are your hopes and expectations for the men's Royal Rumble? Well, we've got Brock Lesnar, number one. I think the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the match is going to be just revolving around him. He's going to come in, he's going to do his 10 minutes. I think you've got a chance to just tell a really good story in maybe three or four entries. Send in a Corner Reeves or an R-Truth. Just easy eliminations, one after other. And then you bring in a Keithley, a Matt Riddle, whoever you want to eliminate Brock and really make a name for it. You don't have to have them winning the whole match. But I think... Whatever happens with Brock, whoever comes in and gets rid of him is somebody they're going to push all the way to Mania and give him that shot at the title. Final yeah, four. Sorry. No, I was going to say that's like the most, for me, one of the most interesting things. Who is going to eliminate Brock Lesnar? I'm I'm hoping it's Riddle or Keith Lee, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's Kane. <laughs> Do you remember the, um, the Keith Lee gif where he comes running across and Barges into Adam Cole and sends him flying into the crowd. Yeah, 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 on NXT TV. Imagine Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar crisscrossing and Keith Lee just sends Brock out over the ropes like that. Oh, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? But Keith no, it's, it's going gonna, gonna to be Kane Velasquez and uh, then he'll get eliminated by somebody. That's how it's going to go. It's, 
but no, I'm hoping that final four. Um, yeah, it's probably going to you know maybe even Roman. Who did I have? Roman, Corbin, Randy Orton, and maybe somebody like Ricochet. Maybe even a Keith Lee if they've held them hill. Excuse me, held back on them till the late entries. But I think it's going to be one of Roman or yeah, no, it's Roman. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, wrong. yeah, probably. I think that's probably for me. It's between Roman and Drew. Um, I think yeah. they probably will go with Roman. I mean, you could even have like an Alistair Black in the final four. They seem to have been pushing him strongly recently on TV. Um, it's just one of them things. I mean, people, we're even past the stage where none of us are like. CM Punk going to return in the Royal Rumble. That's how far gone people are caring about that man. Best thing he did for you, Danny, going on that WWE backstage thing. As soon as he's done that, nobody really cares about the guy anymore. Um, But yeah, I mean, the big thing for me, is Edge going to return? There's been rumours for months about it. He obviously came out at SummerSlam and speared, was it Dolph Ziggler that he speared? Speared someone at SummerSlam. I actually missed that. It was on the pre-show. Um. So, yeah, the big question, Danny, is Edge coming back at the Royal Rumble and who is your pick to win? I, I hope he doesn't come back at the Rumble. Um, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I just, I, I, don't, I think he deserves, if he's coming back, he deserves more of a spotlight where it's all about him. Um, it's not, I, I would just do it at a random Raw or SmackDown where the whole show is about him. And that's what everyone's going to remember. Not, oh, Edge's return amongst this other pile of things. And so-and-so's going to WrestleMania. That's what I'd like personally. But um, from the Royal Rumble itself, I think it's hard to look past uh, Roman Reigns. Um, What I would like to see in terms of Brock Lesnar is him coming out at number one and then directly straight after him at number two, Cain Velasquez. And the two of them going at it. There's also the possibility that nobody's been speaking of. Um, you know, Tyson Fury's got a fight um, in February uh, against Wilder, I think. Um, it, that's plenty enough time for him to... Uh, he's probably in training camp already for this fight. But if he wants to make a quick appearance at the Rumble for two minutes and take Brock Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble after coming in at number two, or taking both of them out at the same time and then brawling to the back. That's another possibility. Um, But what I would really like to see is um, we've got uh, R-Truth in the Rumble, and I would like to see him go in with his 24-7 belt on and for the whole thing to, while the Rumble's going on, people pinning each other for the 24-7 title as a little side plot, and then obviously him retaining it and then getting knocked over. Damn it, Danny, I hate to break it to you. Mm. Oh, he's not the thing, is he? No, he quit. <laughs> oh, man, 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 man. You see, this is... I, 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 well, I he lost it, didn't with... he? He lost it, didn't he, to... Uh... Yeah, yeah. He sh- they could just have him win it back in the pre-show, can't they? Well, yeah. It could happen any time, any place, couldn't it? Um, you know, so, it, it, but I, if we, I, I forgot all about that, but I would have liked to have seen something like that. If, they can, if there's some way they can work it in, which I'm sure there is, uh, I'd like to see something like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, I want to see 
at WrestleMania, like, I've sort of got to the stage where I accept that I'm not going to see, I don't know, your New Japan four-and-a-half to five-star match, yeah? So, for me, I've, I'm all for seeing Brock Lesnar against Tyson Fury at Mania. I'm all for seeing it. I mean, it's more WrestleMania. I've seen plenty of good wrestling throughout that week and weekend. So, by the time WrestleMania comes, do you know what I mean? If you get a spectacle like Brock Lesnar and Tyson Fury on, I'd say I'm all for I'm not... I don't, the problem is, with... And if you look back a few years ago, the setup, if you remember Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar um, at the Royal Rumble, and then they had him face at WrestleMania, but they set it up by having Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in like a minute, didn't they? So for me, what sense does it make to have everyone saying Brock v Kane? But what sense does it make to have Brock beat Kane in like, what, a minute and a half at Crown Jewel? So for me, I don't want to see that match again. Um, I don't want to see Brock versus Kane at WrestleMania. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we did. But well, isn't there a isn't there a Super Showdown at the end of February? Yeah, there is. I mean, that's the, another thing. They could just be using the Brock Lesnar thing to set up his opponent for this Saudi yeah. Arabia show because that's probably for WWE more important than dare I say WrestleMania at this moment in time. Um, so yeah, we did not no, even spoke no, about. Just... Sorry. No, no, I was gone. Floor is yours, Ted. The concept. They know they can set up a Brock Lesnar match any day of the week. You bring him in on Raw, somebody comes out, I want to fight you, done. So they can use this storyline of getting people watching the Rumble for Brock, sets up the, the new Saudi show, and then it's all forgotten about. And you can have the Elimination Chamber for the, everybody else on Raw fighting over who's going to take him on at Mania. When you mentioned about Edge coming back, there's one person I thought could be a surprise entrance. John Cena. Yeah, yeah, but I'd just, like to see that. Just from what you said, Danny, there, mm. maybe he could be the, with uh, Tyson Fury having a fight to promote. John Cena's in Fast and Furious 9, which comes out in May, and they just love promoting their superstars who are in the mainstream movies. Yeah. Just to say Cena don't come back for a match against Brock, promoting the Fast and Furious film as well. I don't know, I think if, if there's a way to... Shoehorn in Cena, give him that last title win, and have do it on a very sort of uh, basic story. Then I think that's the opportunity to do it and have him come out to be the one to eliminate eliminate Brock. Come screeching in in the Subaru or something. <laughs> Subaru. So just to confirm, you've gone. You've both gone for Roman to win the Royal Rumble. No, fuck it. I'm going for uh, I'm going for Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley it is then. Right. So right, I'm just going to do a quick quick fire round to both of you now, right? I'm going to read out some names and I just want you to answer yes or no on if they are going to appear in this year's Royal Rumble, right? So what we'll do, we'll start with Tebs and then go to Danny, yeah? Just a quick yes or no, right? So, Cain Velasquez. Yes. Yes. Edge. No. No. Keith Lee. Yes, yes, yes. And a yes from me as well. Finn Balor. Uh, no. No. John Cena. Oh, sod it, yes. Ah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a no from me, my friend. Tyson Fury. No. Yes. Get him, Mane's gone off injured. Um, the Rock. No. Uh, 
I've I've got a I've got a feel when you say that are you talking about the actual Royal Rumble match itself? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've got a feeling he may appear on the show, but not on the uh, not on the, the rumble itself. Right. What do you think he's gonna be doing, Danny? Have you got some inside info? I think Danny Meltzer. No, well, I think it's probably he's probably going to have some sort of an appearance at at Mania um, because it's his hometown. He's probably going to be booked into the Hall of Fame. Um, You know, it's his his father's just passed. Um, I think there could be uh, opportunity to him for him to come out and speak briefly on his father and. You know, build up the promotion to uh, to, to Mania. I think there's a possibility of him doing something along them lines because I do think we, I do think he's going to play play quite a prominent role outside the ring for um, for WrestleMania. I think he's probably going to be the host or something like that. Now, hopefully, it's due, isn't it? We've not seen him at a WrestleMania since what thirty two. Yeah, um, G'd love that as well. He loves the Rock, or as he <laughs> refers to him, Dwayne. Um, right, let's carry on. Um, Tommaso Champa, Tebs. Yeah. Yes. Lars Sullivan. Um. <laughs> <sighs> uh, no. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite no from me. Like. Matthew Riddle. Yes. Bro, yes. Yes, of course you will. This list on the betting site is getting even more ridiculous as I'm going down. Connor McGregor. <laughs> no. Who the fuck's that guy? <laughs> the no. Undertaker. No. Nada. No. Triple H. Oh, no, no. He's, no, I can't see him turning up. No, not for me. Ronda Rousey to eliminate Brock Lesnar, but Ronda Rousey, she's in the yeah. back. Uh, I think she'd be number 30 at Women's Rumble. Or number one and go all the way. But either way, yeah, she's. I think she's... No, but this is for the men's, for the men's Rumble. The men's? Christ. Yes. <laughs> so is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is in the betting as well. <laughs> I can't see I can't see either of them two being in the men's rumble. Um, not that Ronda couldn't just start collecting arms if she if she actually wanted to, but no, I don't see it. Goldberg. Tabs. Uh, yeah. I'm, He's thinking, uh, thinking. Well, I'm thinking the you know. You think about all these moments you want to... I know it's quick fire, sorry. You think about these moments you want to see. You want to see Riddle take on Goldberg. You want to see Keith Lee eliminate Brock. You want to see this. You want to see that. I've got to save something for later today. No, not Goldberg. Mm, interesting. I see what you mean. You, you, you could have, again, one of these Saudi shows, you could have Riddle Goldberg. I was kind of saying Riddle, yes, because I was expecting Goldberg. So I'm going to say yes to Goldberg, but I see where you're coming from completely. Yeah, they've got to do it. Come on, I mean, we, we've we've had for me, the green light in Matt Riddle, yeah? 
to use the jackhammer and have people kick out at one. <laughs> They've got to do this match at some point. If To me, they can give me all the red light matches. They can give me all the Cain Velasquez matches at WrestleMania they want. I'll take it as long as I get this Goldberg-Matt Riddle match. Um, I'm going to stop this quick fire round, but I'm just looking at some of the other curious betting. This is no spoilers, by the way. But we've got Kenny Omega at 80-1 to to win the Rumble. We've got Jericho at 100-1. to Dean Ambrose at 100 to 1. We've got Hulk Hogan at 100 to 1. Jinder Mahal, 100 to 1. That's where got... the smart money is. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Nia Jax at 100 to 1. Baba Tunde, 150 to 1. <laughs> We've got Aiden English. Is this, just for, or is this, is this for winning it? For winning it. We've got Aiden English, 250 to 1. We've got Grant Holt. Norwich City legend, 250 to 1. <laughs> and then the last man in the betting is Vince McMahon, 250 to 1. Oh, man. man the, the, I think, didn't, didn't they last year they had Donald Trump, who was like 500 to 1, and he was actually still, obviously still serving presidents? <laughs> I, I don't know, Danny, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Donald Trump... I'll, I'll end the quick fire round, Tebs. Donald Trump, yes or no? I'd, I'd take the fifth. I've decided I shouldn't <laughs> say anything about that man. Oh, yeah, I just remembered, Tebs. We were, me and G went in uh, that Trump Tower for a piss, didn't we? <laughs> you wouldn't come in and you were dying to use that title. I got moved on by Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> right. Collins outside. That's a, to, to be fair, Tebs, that's only because you were pissing on the wall outside the building. <laughs> You said you can't sit there. Said you said go inside. Don't wanna. Why not? Guess. <laughs> Just move down the road. As soon as I take, uh, take hold of the bigger gun, time to run. Oh, the memories from New York. So that's obviously the Royal Rumble show. Um, how are you two watching it? Obviously, it starts what 10 p.m. the pre-show our time. Midnight the main show starts. Tebs, you staying up? Are you? You've got the day off work. The morning off work. Sorry. Morning. Yeah, I've got the morning off, but I think. Uh... No, nah, I've got to stay. Up to three days ago, I was uh, going to just watch it the next morning or maybe even the next evening. But no, nah, I love it too much. I'm staying up. Yeah, I'm staying up as well. i got my little girl Saturday night. I've told her she does not wake up before nine o'clock Sunday morning because I need to stay awake till 4 a.m. that night. So, um, yeah, she's under strict instructions. But she's a three-year-old, so she's probably not going to listen. Danny, you staying up? I don't think you are here. You've got... I'll be up at quarter, quarter past five, so uh, no, um, I will watch it as soon as I come home, but I will be staying up for um, Wells Clyde. Oh, don't, I can't stay up for that, because I've, obviously I've got little girls, so if I stay up till four, I'm going to be up with her at like half eight, nine o'clock, ready to go and see Paw Patrol at the cinema Sunday morning. Hey! That, what, that is how my Royal Rumble day is starting, Paw Patrol, 11 o'clock showing. Uh, and I'll probably have to pay a fiver for some popcorn. Um, Tebs, are you staying up for uh, Worlds Collide? Oh, I'm staying up for SmackDown, mate. My, <laughs> my, yes, my, you're keen, you're keen. My, my, entire sleep, my entire sleep pattern this weekend has just been moved forward about 12 hours. I'm going to be sleeping during the day. SmackDown Friday night, Worlds Collide Saturday night, Royal Rumble Sunday night. Back to Raw Monday. Raw Monday, yeah, let's keep the party going. <laughs> 
Oh shit! Then, then were the days. I remember, like ten years ago, I think I stayed up for the uh, the go home show for the Royal Rumble when Randy Orton punted Vince McMahon in the head. That that was eleven years ago. That eleven years ago. What a hot angle that was to go into the Rumble. Fast forward eleven years, and we've got Bobby Lashley pinning Rusev to go off air. But um, yeah, Danny, you're gonna have to take the lead for the uh, Worlds Collide show because I do not have the card in front of me. Yeah, no worries at all, mate. Um, but I've got to be honest with you. I really, I know a lot of people have sort of gone off um, the idea that Worlds Collide. I think it's a, like a, a cheap takeover. But I've got to be honest with you. I'm really looking forward to the concept. So it's basically um, NXT versus NXT UK. Well, don't swear on our show. Don't use the swear word of NXT UK. How many joking? You're re- really going to have to get over this at some point. Um, Never. They haven't. They haven't killed British wrestling. It's still alive. Well, it's actually in far better shape than it was ten years ago. Far better shape. Oh, but we've, got, we've got we've got Pete Dunne on the show, a, everyone. It's <laughs> just a bit of a, it's just a bit of one of a downward curve from the boom period. That's what you got to remember. Um, well, carry on, Pete. Nice. Okay. Um, we are starting with a lady singles match: Mia Yim versus. Kaylee Ray, who I have had a cigarette and a beer with outside um, that club in Preston that used to be called Evoke or still is called Evoke. Um, there you go. Um, so Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray. Mia Yim is an awesome talent, and Kaylee Ray, I think, can can go with anyone. She makes a good dance partner, so to speak. Any uh, thoughts on either of these ones? Uh, I'll start with you, Dan. No, I don't really. It's not really like a takeover level match for me. It doesn't really do anything for me whatsoever. What is it? Is it the pre-show or is it on the main show? We don't know yet. It hasn't been there. It hasn't been announced, but it's, it's it's just announced as the single. Oh, actually, it may be that's announced as the last match, the sixth match. But saying yeah, it will take place on the pre-show. I do apologise. Oh, good. I don't have to watch that one then. Um, but yeah, I suppose they're both all right, aren't they? But I, I don't really feel like it's been built up unless I've missed something. Um, but yeah, as I say, what you alluded to at the start, then I mean the the whole NXT versus NXT UK um, theme. I think they've done it, haven't they? Because they wanted the standalone NXT show in a few weeks, but it can't do any harm, like on a serious note, to get some of these NXT UK guys a bit more exposure. You know, like for people who are going to tune in to watch it that might not necessarily watch NXT UK. Um, so yeah, I suppose it is good for that, and it'll be good for them to wrestle on such a big stage even if my feelings towards the brand isn't what it might be. But, um, yeah, so, Tebs, you excited for the big Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray match? I've never been disappointed when I've seen them. I must admit I've seen more of Mia yeah. Yim than I have of Kaylee Ray. Um, but, look, they'll be on pre-show, solid match. Don't care who wins as long as it's fun to watch. Definitely. I think they can give us a fun match, the two girls there. Um, moving on, we've got... DIY Johnny Gagano and the Sicilian psychopath, as he used to be known to Massa Champa, versus Mustache Mountain, uh, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bates. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I love Trent Seven selling, I love his humor in matches, I think he can add a lot to a story. Um, Tyler Bates still working on his ring psychology, but an absolutely fantastic in ring technician. 
And I don't think there's much more that can be said than what's already been said about Gargano and Champa. So I'm well looking forward to this match. Tebs, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. It did feel like it was thrown together at the last minute, but the quality of all four going into it is really exciting. And I just think this is an ideal way to reintroduce Mustache Mountain onto the main NXT roster because it really needs tag teams at the minute. And I think now's the time to move them to NXT main. And if you use this as a great showcase for them to then be advertised and and shown to the American audience, then this is the time to get them up there and start fighting for them titles on a regular basis and not just because they're in Blackpool or or, uh, Royal Albert Hall. Shit on. Yeah. Are you going to continue with that comment? Or <laughs> Sorry, I'm not used to Leave it, leave it hanging there like a languid fart. Well, if there's anyone from Blackpool listening, www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, I'm excited for this match, Danny. Um, really big match. I'm glad, I'm glad Tyler Bates finally getting on one of these takeovers. The guy's got to be one of the most wasted talents in WWE. I mean, he shows what he can do every time he gets in a singles match. Um, I'm glad to see Gargano and Champa team. And I've got a feeling that this might be to start something between these two leading up to the takeover at WrestleMania weekend. I've said on other shows that like the match was meant to take place at TakeOver New York last year. So it would not surprise me if they went ahead with this match um, at TakeOver in New York this year. Well, not TakeOver New York, TakeOver Tampa this year, um, and I'd be all for it. I mean, you can't beat a rivalry that's like got years of like backstory. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to have it this time, maybe with Champa as the babyface, Gargano as the heel, because he's constantly getting booed by that full sale audience. But yeah, they, they're gonna, this should be match of the night, shouldn't it? They'll, they'll have a great match, um, and yeah, this mm. should be. This could potentially steal the weekend, I think. All right, yourself, Danny. Are you excited? Yeah, I am. Yeah, as I say, I, I, I love, I love seeing Trent Seven do his thing um, from from a purely psychological point of view, and the humour that he can inject into matches. And his selling is fantastic. The boy can sell ice to the fucking Eskimos. He's that good. Um, Tyler Bates, as I said, look, it's nice to see him on a big show. Um, and Gagano and Champa are just. Uh, they're always, always, always entertaining to watch. Um, and it's nice to see them getting the spotlight. I always announced um, Gargano and Champa to uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Probably the, they never have a bad match. Never, ever see them have a bad match. And Tully and Arn didn't get the... the um, the 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 sorry, Tully and Arn didn't get like the 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 highlights that these guys have been getting. They haven't been seen in the same way or portrayed in such a in such a height. So I'm glad to see that it's happening. Um, but we've got another uh, we've got a title match on the first title match on the card. I think it's NXT Cruiserweight Championship Fatal Four Way, which I think it's going to be a bit of a schmoz. Um, it's Garza versus Scott. Versus Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks. Um, yeah. Uh, that is good. I didn't know that was taking place. That, that's a good. I said that the previous match might steal the weekend. That has got every potential to steal the weekend. Mm, um, you, you're, I mean, you're a fan of everyone in the match? 
Yeah, I think they're all great. You've got, I mean, Leo Rush. Did you say Leo Rush was in the match? No. No, no, Swerve. You said Swerve, didn't you? I forgot them two had a match last week um, that was really good. But yeah, Shane Strickland's, I think Shane Strickland's really good. Travis Banks is obviously really good. Um, Hector Garza is, well, he's been great since he's been on NXT. Yeah. Um, and Jordan Devlin is one of the best wrestlers in the world, I think. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the multi-man fatal four-way matches, but there's some really good workers in that match. I'm sure it'll be great. I think you get away with the four-man more when it's um, when it's guys that can, that can turn high spots after high spots after high spots. Uh, you can get away with it being a bit more of a, um, a schmals, can't you? Yeah. Uh, what about yourself, Tubbs? Yeah, four-way match, I think, brawl fantastic talents. I think it's going to be a very quick match. Um, I think it's going to be one of these where you get to see different people face off with each other for you know, a few spots, a few big moments. Um, I'd like to see it where just two of these, any two really, Gaza Banks or Devlin Scott, you know, just seeing them go one-on-one, but if it can lead up to something and set up a new storyline for the Cruiserweights, now Leo Rush has taken a step back, then yeah, I think it's going to be a great match. And we all agree we see um, we see Gaza leaving with the uh, leaving with what he came in with in terms of the championship. I think so, but I'd love for uh, Jordan Devlin to win it because it means that we'd probably see him regularly on NXT TV. And I, I think he's that good that he deserves. If he's not going to be like the main feature on NXT UK, I'd love to see him on NXT every week. Um, yeah, what about you, Tebs? Are you going with Gaza to retain? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Gaza. I think, yeah, I'd love to see Devlin win. I really would. I'd love to see a rematch of with Balor, like when we saw from NXT UK, which one was it, the first one? When oh, the Balor Blackpool did. one, yeah. But yeah, when he turned up, I I'd love to see that rematch. But yeah, I think Gaza's win. Yep. So that was two good matches, though. Two exciting matches. You got me more into the show than I already was, Danny. I might well, even have to stay go. up. And this is the one I've got to be honest. I'm probably looking forward to the most, and it's uh, Finn Balor taking on Ilya Dragunov um, in a straight up singles match, straight up grudge match. I can't wait to see what these two can do together. Ilya Dragunov is, I think, one of the most, one of the best wrestlers in Europe, uh, and has been for the last two years. I'm loving hit to see him get the step up against a known talent like Finn Balor, who has been at his best since he's returned to NXT. I think he was actually better than he was in his first run, um, from what I've seen. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this one. I can't see anything other than a Finn Balor win. What about yourself, Dan? Well, there's two things. One, Ilya Dragunov is great, yeah. There might even be three things. We saw him live, didn't we, at uh, Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton last May? on that long drive. Um, but one thing is, I'm a bit, I'm not sure what the reaction's going to be like. So I don't feel, I've not watched NXT from last night, but I don't feel like, unless he was on the show, they've done much in terms of introducing Dragunov to like the American audience. It's a bit like when he like appeared at the Progress show at Wembley. People seemed a bit unsure of like much about him when I watched that Pete Dunn match. But, I don't know, I just feel like they've not done that good a job expose, exposing him to the audience. Um, but, as I say, Dragunov is an amazing wrestler. Um, like you said, Danny, one of the best in Europe. But I am still waiting for that great Finn Balor match in WWE. I feel like we've seen a lot of very good matches, 
but I still can't name that world-class Finn Balor match in WWE, so I'm hoping it's this one. Um, but yeah, Balor will get the win, and hopefully, like Cesaro did with Dragunov, they'll make Dragunov look great. Um, what about you, Tebs? Balor win? Uh, well, no. I, you know what? I haven't seen much of Dragunov. I've seen the bits they've been putting on XT. I've gone and looked for a few sort of odd and odd matches and stuff. Never seen him live. But I'm thinking out of all the matches there, to have the NXT UK guy go over Balor, I don't think Balor needs needs the win. He doesn't have a title to retain. I think if you want to cause an upset and really showcase an up-and-comer, then Dragunov, absolutely. So I'm going on a hmm. feeling. That's what I'm going for there. Right. You don't... You're going for a one, two, three kid moment, mate. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about the final of the Dusty Rolls, by the way, because I haven't watched NXT yet, so I don't really want that spoiling, if that's all right, Danny. No, that's fine. If you um, if you are looking to say you have never heard or never seen Ilya Dragunov before, any of the listeners, watch the... Um, it's 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 a YouTube video called Ilya Dragunov's Sensational Return to WXW 16 Karat Gold. And if you want to see a crowd pop like nothing else, have a look at that video. Absolutely amazing. Um, right, okay. Um, so at the moment, we are going on to the uh, NXT Women's Championship. And it's Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. I can't see a bad thing, anything wrong with that match. I think it will be the semi-main. Um, it'll be a, a filler between Finn Balor, Ilya Dragunov, and the um, the eight-man tag at the end. What are your thoughts uh, on this one, mate? Yeah, well, uh, sorry, I should start with Tebs because I started with you last time. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Ripley, every day of the week. Uh, there's no way they're taking the title off her. Tony Storm's good. Tony Storm's great. She might even end up in the Women's Rumble the next mm-hmm. night. Um, you know, maybe she's been introduced that way. She's already had you know, some um, time in the ring with Survivor Series, but I just can't see anything other than putting up a good fight, but Ripley dominating the men winning. Exactly. I see. I do see it as Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley both putting a performance in. Rhea getting the uh, getting the victory. Dan. Yeah, it's got it's got to be Rhea Ripley in it and give um, Tony Storm a bit. And the crazy thing about this is, right? I was thinking about this the other day. So the, this match is happening, yeah, right? Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, right? So Rhea Ripley going into this match is like the star, isn't she? She's the star, and Tony Storm is like the up and comer who's like getting a big shot against the NXT Women's Champion. Whereas if you rewind eighteen months, I remember on some of those early NXT UK, UK tapings. There was Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley was like a real more of an unknown back then. And 18 months ago, I remember Rhea Ripley beating Tony Storm for that first ever NXT UK women's title. And uh, I remember seeing on Twitter all like, oh, can't believe they've not put Tony Storm over. This Rhea Ripley, yeah, she's not good enough to be beating Tony Storm. Fast forward 18 months and we're like, oh. Rhea Ripley's got to win this. She's a star. So as much as like I like to slate WWE, they've done a great job with Rhea Ripley in these eighteen months. Um, so yeah, I mean they, they have. The, uh, Tony Storm was always always looked at as the well, and she is. I mean she's more accomplished than um, than than Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, throughout like 
2015 or up until about a year and a half ago she was in all of the top indies um she'd been to japan she'd done tours and she looked like the very much she very much looked a lot more like the finished article than rhea ripley did but you're absolutely right throughout her wwe run she's looked impressive at nxt uk run and then into nxt she's looked She's looking at the, uh, the finished article now. Rhea Ripley and it's WWE's work, along with her, of course, they've done that. Yep, definitely. So well done to WWE. But yeah, I mean, look, she could easily, although she's not going to because she's having a run with the NXT belt, but she could easily go straight into one of the title matches at WrestleMania on the main roster and nobody blink an eye. <clears throat> I mean, personally, I'm hoping for her against Io Shirai, you know, at the takeover in um, Tampa. I think that's the match they need to go for because Shirai, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world at the moment. But yeah, so what's the main event, Danny? Is it Imperium versus... Yeah, it is, isn't it? Imperium Undisputed. It is. Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. Um, so basically, it's Ring Camp uh, versus the ROH lads. Um, yeah, there was, there was... From what I've seen on the clips that I've watched, there's been some uh, some real battles Um the I don't know whether I'm spoiling anything for you here, Dan, but um, there was a chop that was delivered to Adam Cole yesterday that has been played and played and played on social media today. Wow, um, I'm looking forward to seeing these two because it's something it's something a bit different. You know, it really is NXT versus NXT U, NXT UK. Um, the two, you know, dominant factions coming in. And and looking to uh, you know to put the dominance over against each other. I've got a sneaking sneaking suspicion that Imperium are actually going to get the win on this one because I don't think it hurts undisputed either. They're too strong to hurt by one loss in a one-off match like this, um, or that it's been built to a one-off match sort of thing. So that's my thoughts on it. Dan, I'm going to go to you again. Um. Uh, you're right, it could go to... I think they're going to go with Undisputed. Um, but it wouldn't be a surprise, would it, if Imperium won? But yeah, I think if it Undisputed for me on this one, I mean, I'm not really too too into this match because there's, for no. me, there's not, nah, there's not... I don't feel like there's that much on, on the line. It'll be a good match. There's obviously some great workers in the ring. But, I mean, I'd be a fan of it if, say, if you had Walter pin Adam Cole and then that leads to Walter versus Adam Cole at the next takeover. Um, but... Yeah, she should be all right. I wouldn't say I'm too hyped over it, but one thing, sure, it's a really good card, this show. I didn't realise that there was so many interesting matches on the show. What about yourself, Tebs? Who are you going for, Undisputed or Imperium? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm same vein of thought to both of you, to be honest. It's like I can see Imperium sneaking it, but I think Undisputed Era is just going to be uh, just too dominant. We're gonna, you know, It's going to be a very technical match. It's going to be really well worked going to be a lot of to and throwing. I think it's going to look like Walter's going to be winning it and I think they'll have to, you know, triple team triple team him to, uh, to put him down but I think they're just going to, UE will just be a bit too dominant for him. Yep, so that, that's it Danny, is that, is that a full card? That is our full card and obviously yeah, I think, is it is it the, the is the is it the dusty um is the final on this on this yeah. card as well? Yeah, is it that, is. Yeah? It is, but I, I don't want to know who is in that final. If that's all right. No, it's fine. That's fine. Um, the one thing that I've got to mention 
Um, before we go, I don't know how much uh, how much notice you lads have been taking on this. Is um, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, has actually got me in a position where I don't know whether I'm going to take over or whether I'm going to uh, Supercard of Honor. Um, I know some of the names don't mean necessarily as much to you as they do to me. Uh, however, I've got to say, this has been really some exciting news for people who are fans of ROH, who have thought that it was, you know, that it's been a bad, it's been a bad sort of 10 months um, for ROH fans, probably the worst 10 months ever in the company's history. Um, so it's lovely to hear some of the names that, are, that have been announced for this. Um, I think last week we talked about Kent that have been announced, Jay White, now Amazing Red's been announced, there's been more New Japan names, there's been Jeff Cobb. There's been loads of people coming back. Um, I'm really, really at odds of which show. I've already got an NXT ticket, but um, um, you know, it, 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 it's forced me to make a decision that I haven't made yet. Yeah, well, I was going to talk to you about this, Danny. Right, as much as I'd love for you to sit next to me at Takeover at NXT, I think obviously you don't have to listen to me. I think you should go to Ring of Honor, like. I don't know, you be you always go to the Supercard of Honours, don't you? You're going to be more invested in that show. Um, so, yeah, if I was you, as invested in Ring of Honour as you are, I think you should go. But, obviously, it's your decision, but... Okay, Dan, yeah. can, I, can I give a different point of view? Go on. Yeah, go on, mate. Danny, we were in New York last year, and I got tickets to go to uh, Hamilton, Broadway Musical. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I end the way they changed the days around. I ended up missing Takeover New York, and mm. I've regretted it since that night. So <laughs> take from that what you will. I hate to put you in that position, Danny, but I, I, I think Takeover has been classed as one of those events from last year, the, one of the biggest events, best matches. And while I enjoyed myself, you know, I wanted to be at Takeover, so. You didn't miss much, Tebs, honestly. I, it was a good sh- That show, I think, was one of them shows that seemed... It got, like, worldwide praise on... Um, well, not worldwide, but it got universal praise on social media. And I, me and Neil were sat there like, yeah, it was a re- really good show, but it weren't... Do you know what I mean? It weren't like, I don't look back and think, oh, my God, that was an amazing show to be live at. I don't know if it's because of some of the idiots we were sat around, but it was just... Yeah, it was... Every time... I always say this, dude, and every time I go to TakeOver, I always... Yeah, it's good. But I'm never like, do you know what I mean? I never, I'm never like, oh my god, that was must see, that was amazing. But to be fair, I am more invested in NXT this year probably than any other year that I've been to a takeover. But that might just be me. But... Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm used to uh, to um, missing takeovers because Supercard of Honor is normally the same night, which it, it switched back to this year. Um, so I've always gone to because ROH was my. It was, it was my promotion, um, and unfortunately, obviously, it's it's all gone, it's all gone a bit Pete Tong over the course of the last ten months, and now it's it's a, it's a loyalty thing in my brain now. Do I stick with ROH? And I know if I don't go to NXT, I know Chris wants to take my tickets, so you'll all be sat together. I'll be honest with you, the thing that's actually that's put me off is logistically it's yeah I was just about to say that getting back from Lakeland I think it's it's only about $40-$50 in an Uber which I don't mind paying even if I'm on my own 
um, for the sake of going. Um, because public transport in America is just fucking non-existent. Um, but I, I, I don't mind paying that, but when there's thousands of people coming out of an arena all at the same time, or even hundreds, um, the surge goes up on the Ubers, doesn't it? And we all know this from um, from when we've come out to shows previously. Pre-book. Pre-book a taxi and prepare for it. Mm, I don't know. You see, again, you'd have to get a taxi number. So I suppose it'll be a, it, it, there'll be something I can sort out. Uh, a couple of years ago, when it was in Orlando, the they used the same arena, and ROH actually put on the bus and just charged you five dollars there and back return. So I hope to do something like that again. Um, but it's it, it, nothing's been mentioned, and you know time's getting on. So I'm I'm, I'm really rather hoping to go to an ROH. That's where my head's at at the moment. Yeah, your only problem with that is I remember you had to leave, didn't you? Before what was it? You left during the uh, was it during the Omega Cody match or the Skull the Skull title match in New Orleans? Do you remember you, the show went yes. hell late, didn't it? I remember it, that. It went it went on after midnight. Um, I was back yeah, in the hotel, weren't I? After NXT. Yeah, you you gone back and the the, the um, where the you know building was where supercard was in, in new orleans it was literally five minutes away from our hotel where as you come all the way back from central new orleans or downtown new orleans so it, it, it took you longer to get back as well but that, you know that that's just the, the thing I, i'm not going to be in a position where if i'm waiting for a bus to go to take me back so it's, i just you just you just don't leave do you, you just have to put up and be inside yeah one of them things tebs what are you watching, NXT or Ring of Honor that night? Um, NXT, because I'll be sat in my house in Leeds like uh, <laughs> the poor sod that couldn't make it to uh, Florida this year. Yeah, but, but no, you forget, I'll be watching it. You forget the one it. positive you've got from Mark Tebbs. Who do you share these NXT takeovers with usually? You get the company of Neil. But NXT takeover, fresh off his trip to Blackburn away, he'll probably be smashed. <laughs> I, I think, there's, I think there's, there's no doubt you've hit the jackpot here, uh, Tebs. Yeah, who wants to be in the sunny, sunny skies of Florida watching it's that when real, you can be sat with Neil West Yorkshire? It's not a real wrestling event unless you've had a wall knocked on your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. For those people who don't know our mate, um, basically... <laughs> Tipped over a wall at a Red Pro show that landed on the back of Teb's head. So, yeah. To be honest, the way I was feeling that night, if he hadn't done it, I'd have tipped the frigging thing over because I was raging that night. I'll never forget that. What were we annoyed about? Just Neil or the, the security? The security. <laughs> match. match. Oh, yeah, the Osprey star. Osprey David Starr, my two favourite wrestlers. I don't care if you think they're the best or not. They're my favourite. And you're watching this match, and then a ref comes out, and then there's another one, and there's the owner, and there's a guy running it, and you're like, Jesus, how long is this going on for? I think we ended up putting beds up for everybody, didn't we? Yeah, that was a that was a long match, weren't it? You enjoyed it, Danny, didn't you? Yeah, I did because it was it, it was the end of the storyline that had been running um, for I think about twelve months, maybe a little bit longer, um, especially with David Starr as well and the. The feud he had going in with Andy Quilden. It probably been going on like 12 to 18 months. So it was the blow off. It was the last thing. So I expected drama. I expected 
something to be, you know, to go awry. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know whether I, I did enjoy the match, but if I'd gone in expecting a straight wrestling match that's just going to be like a four or five star match, then I could see why you'd be disappointed in it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, lads, we are... Oh, well, what a fitting way to end. Wolves have equalised. Um, so we're approaching an hour and a half of this, so it's probably time to wrap up. Tebs, I want to say thanks for joining us. You are more than welcome to come back for the Royal... Review the Royal Rumble next week or the WrestleMania 35 um, experience show that we're going to be doing in a few weeks. Yeah, boy, yeah. Sounds good to me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Um, Danny, I'll uh, well, I'll I'll see you when I see you. Are you going to that wrestling show on Sunday? Is it you mate? You mate's wrestling show on it Sunday? Unfortunately, I can't make it now. Ah, uh, uh, never mind. Well, I tell you what, you could review Worlds Collide with me if you want. <laughs> oh, great, great. Okay, well, um, the um, yeah, no, looking forward to a good weekend of wrestling. Uh, thank you all for listening. Subscribe if you can. Rate us. Only if you're rating us nicely, of course. Um, but yeah, subscribe. We do appreciate you listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. Dan, do you want to end uh, on anything particular? www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling if you want to fund mine and Danny's trip to SummerSlam next August. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that option I've put on? A thousand dollars. Hopefully we've got like a millionaire listener who's going to be like, go on, lads. Get yourself to SummerSlam. But anyway, anyway, I'm only joking. <laughs> right, so thanks for joining everyone. This is your Royal Rumble preview show. We will be back next week to talk Worlds Collide. I might try and convince Danny or even Tebs to do a Worlds Collide review show. That might not come to fruition. If not, we will see you next week talking everything about the Royal Rumble. And I will be back tomorrow, at Saturday actually, in fact, doing the WWE versus AEW podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Tebs, for joining us, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>